Thank you for joining us for our podcast featuring the incredible residents at Legacy Retirement Communities. I'm your host and retirement living advisor, Kayla Schaff. My hope for this podcast is to give you insight and perspective to the greatest generation. Be open to soaking up the wisdom that we all desire and is often right in front of us. Their stories are a gift. I can't help but think of those of us listening can benefit from a little inspiration and might learn a thing or two. So without further ado, meet George Hancock. George has a love for music, mountains, his career in real estate, and of course, Gretchen. As a self-proclaimed introvert, you would never know by the stories he shares and the company he keeps. While he's adventurous at heart, one of his favorite pastimes is spending time alone, reflecting on his family, friendships, and great life experiences. Well, George, thank you for allowing us to sit with you today and learn more about you and your life. Um, would you mind sharing with us a little bit, bit about your background, personal, professional? Well, my ancestors are all from Burke County, Nebraska, to Camel, about yeah. 45 miles north of Omaha along the Missouri River, and they were all farmers uh, until the last couple of generations. I never, none, nobody I ever knew, which includes my grandparents, ever lived on a farm. They always lived in town, but they farmed. Mm -hmm. And their my grandmothers refused to live in the country. So, so they always had a home in town. At Tecamo, at that time, was maybe 2,000 people, 2,500 people, something like that. And uh, both my grandparents on both sides of the family both grew up in the same town. My, my parents were high school sweethearts and uh, uh, both went to the University of Nebraska. Uh, my mother taught, she was a teacher. My dad worked for the government and then later on bought a, a hearing aid dealership in Lincoln. Really? And we moved from Tecama to Albion, Nebraska and then to Lincoln. And we moved on the day they bombed Pearl Harbor. You know, I remember I was carrying boxes. I was 10 years old. Oh my goodness. Uh, out in late, late in the day. It was dark when we got to Lincoln, I remember. I don't know just when we left town, but that's when we heard uh, on the radio about Pearl, uh, about Pearl Harbor. And so that was the only reason I would remember that, I guess. Um, and my mother hooked up with a bunch of her old sorority sisters mm. that lived in Lincoln, including her two roommates, and uh, they formed a bridge club. My father was very interested in horses, and he was a, quite a horseman, a horse trainer, and an equestrian teacher, uh, had a lot of students, and uh, they were into uh, hunters and jumpers and we showed a lot of horses and horse shows around the Midwest. My dad had one horse that made the Olympic trials, didn't make the Olympic team, but we got as far as the, the second round of trials with the uh, professional rider, not, not my dad riding it, although dad was very accomplished also. I have a sister, a year and a half younger. My wife was introduced to me by her roommate who was my cousin. And she was uh, at the university. She's younger. 
She died just a year ago last month. Oh, sorry. Uh, Gretchen and I were married for 59 years. Mm -hmm. Lived in the same house before we came here for 43 years. Gretchen was a twin. She had a bachelor twin brother back in Maine, and they spent a lot of time together. Sure. And there's relationships between twins that are just yeah. different. Yeah. It's, some of them are weird. You can't even believe them. They, one time they sent Christmas cards to a common friend. Each of them chose the exact same card. Oh my goodness. That's <laughs> one time the telephone rang and Gretchen got up to go answer. No, that'll be Greg. And it was. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't like they call each other every day or even every month. A sixth sense. Yeah, just coincidence, I guess. But it was, it was we always remembered those things, and we see him regularly. Okay. And and then Gretchen had a younger sister, and her husband and her twin brother are two of my closest friends. Mm. I really uh, enjoy both of them very very much. Wow. I had the same group of friends that I went skiing with. Stag for 38 years. Wow. All old junior high and high school friends from Lincoln. We still have lunch together every Tuesday. Yeah. George, it seems like relationships are a constant. Well, I think that doing things is a lot more important than having things. Yeah. And Gretchen was one of the few people that I ever knew that could do both. She loved her collections, and, and she had some stuff that was really pretty good. She enjoyed traveling. We both did. Wow. We've been to Europe, I don't know, I've been five times, I think, and she's about the same, but not always together. We believed in, in separate, uh, she didn't go skiing. We took her skiing. The boys tried to get her. They'd buckle her boots and, and carry her skis out to the lift. And they, she never got interested in skiing. And she spent several weeks, I mean six or eight weeks a year, with her twin brother back east mm -hmm. and got acquainted with, uh, with people back there. And so I tried to coordinate my trips seasonally at the same time she was gone. Mm -hmm. And uh, we thought, and our friends and relatives often commented that they thought it was good for us that it worked to mm -hmm. be separated and usually you know it could be two or three months a year wow that we weren't together yeah so you feel that contributed to a happy marriage having I time apart I think it did yeah at the time we both thought ourselves so selfish <laughs> and we, we were because we were doing something that the spouse didn't care to do yeah but uh, <clears throat> I think the the logic made us do it wasn't selfish, really. Uh, uh, when I was gone and she was at home, I'd call her almost every day. And I went to Europe a couple of times, once on a ski trip with the ski club, and once on an opera trip. I'm a big opera fan. Fabulous. And, uh, you know, kind of weird. She was invited. No, she didn't care about that. She was the musician in the family, not me, but she didn't like opera. She sang like an opera star. <laughs> to the day she died, she was a good singer. Gretchen is just, yeah, she was just Gretchen. 
in the few months that uh, she lived here in this building. Uh, I don't think there's a soul in place here, there must be 200 of us now, that didn't know who Gretchen was. Mm. She was big in fashion. Yeah. She dressed. Yeah. And she, one of her short-term jobs was with Hovland Swanson. She was the fashion coordinator. She dressed the models for their shows. And she was uh, interior decorator, amateur, did it only for her friends, didn't charge them near enough, but she was good at it. She just had that, that flair. Uh, she also was a wedding coordinator. Wow. And again, for just people she knew. She was just so good at it. Uh, yeah. uh, the wedding just went up and boy, she wasn't five foot tall. She mm -hmm. says she was, but she was four eleven and a half, <laughs> weighed a hundred pounds the day we got married. Oh. But when she's a tiny little thing, but she was kind of feisty, and could could be. And one groom to be the next day, I guess, uh, was we remember he was quoted as telling his groomsman, pointing up. That little redhead, that's our wedding coordinator. He do what she says. <laughs> she means business. Yeah. It wasn't ever really red, but he called her a redhead. But yeah, she uh, she just had a flair for doing that kind of yeah. stuff. When you think about your marriage with Gretchen, what are some of the reasons why it was so good? I don't know. In some respects, you kind of think opposites attract, and another respects it would be similarities we liked an awful lot of the same things food we nearly always each ordered the same thing in a restaurant one thing that we differed in Gretchen did not reminisce she it's the song she quoted from uh, yesterday is dead and gone and tomorrow's out of sight <laughs> so focus on today yeah that's I don't want to be alone, so help me through the night. Help me make it through the night. That's great. Uh, it's a country western song, Johnny Cash thing, mm -hmm. and uh, hmm. that's that was her belief. She said, "We yeah, we did that." She, uh, I took pictures, thousands of pictures. I'm still going through them. Wow. And she hardly looked at them. We get back from a really great trip, and she just loved the trip. She didn't care about looking at the pictures. That was last week. That's funny. That's funny. So when you look back at your life, what what are the things that are you just um, grateful for? Well, relationships have meant the most. Most of my friends have been friends since we were in our early teens, oh. going back to junior high school. And they're still my best friends. So I have a group of, about, there's eight of us now, that have lunch every Tuesday and have forever. We can't remember when we didn't. Oh, as we got into our middle and upper 40s, we all pretty much quit drinking. I don't, at least at noon. <laughs> it wasn't there as much fun. <laughs> but that's about the time I joined the group. We moved around to several restaurants. We closed up several restaurants. <laughs> and another group that's uh, a little more recent than that, but almost as old, is down to where there's only two of us left. We still have lunch every Friday. 
What do you think the secret is to having those deep, long root, long stemming relationships? Well, just because nobody moved away. <laughs> that easy? Yeah. yeah. They, uh, some of the same guys in my luncheon group, Tuesday luncheon group, are also in the ski group that I used to go with. And I went skiing and mountain hiking as recently as four years ago. We, we got to say that last several years we didn't hike, we strolled. <laughs> <laughs> we got to where we didn't, we rented a four-wheel drive and took it as far as it would go up the mountain, then got out and took a little walk. <laughs> we had to get above the timberline. Yeah. We always got above the trees. Nice. And uh, climbed several 14,000-foot peaks. Uh, I love the mountains. Yeah. Mountains and music are my two things. What do you think has stayed the same throughout most of your life? Everything except strong legs. <laughs> I, I don't walk very well anymore. I have to stop and rest pretty regularly. Think of all of the, the hiking and skiing and two years in the infantry and, and golf and tennis. Um, I think that I've just already used up all of the steps that the good Lord gave me to start with. So when you think back in your life, what are what are some examples of when you took a risk? Oh, just the hobbies, I think. The, the skiing. The, I skied for all my adult life. Never got so much as a bruise. Wow. Never had any, nothing ever hurt. Never fell, well, I fell down hundreds of times, but I did not, never hurt myself. But occasionally it was spoken of as being adventurous. Uh, I don't think of, a, I didn't take any physical risks that I thought were risky. By some people's standards, they probably were. Mm -hmm. What are you doing up on the top of that cliff up there to having your picture taken? If you lost your balance, you'd fall a thousand feet. Well, okay. Uh, didn't, that, I didn't lose my balance. No, I still don't. I've never fallen down in my life. That's wonderful. Except skiing. <laughs> I have another saying that I like. I made this up. You ask, when you look back in your life, what will matter most? To me, what matters most is that I will have lived not only the length of my life, but the breadth of us as well. But I don't have any regrets much. Oh, I sure, I think I wish I'd have done differently. I passed up on some opportunities. I uh, did some things that, I, that turned out great that I didn't think would, but uh, maybe more of those than those that turned out disappointing. Mm -hmm. But it sounds like you never let those disappointments guide you well, I'm stubborn. <laughs> I, I, I guess that's probably true. I, yeah, I guess I'm stubborn. You know, what keeps coming to me when you're talking is your demeanor is so positive. Do you feel like your attitude has played into oh, yeah. your success? Yeah, I, th I think uh, every day is a new day. There's challenges every day. You've got to meet them. And some of them you can't do anything about. Okay, forget them. So when you think about the future, what what are you going to do to keep up and, and follow your own rules about 
living it up. I, I think about tomorrow. Yeah. Not the day after tomorrow. Maybe the day after. Maybe two days. I think I don't. What I, What is it is. Yeah. That's what one of my sons always says. It is what it is. Uh, I'm more important, more more into memories than I am uh, planning. Oh. If, if you, makes sense. I don't know. It makes sense to revisit the times of family or friends or vacations or travels. Well, it, it, it changed, of course, a lot when I retired. We really didn't get much into your career. Is there anything you want to share about your, your business? I mean, we've talked kind of bits and pieces, but when you think about your career and how, how that shaped well, you as a person. I'm proud of it. Uh, I was willing to hold offices. I was, I've been president or chairman of every real estate group I've ever belonged to. I guess Lincoln Realtors Association, vice president of the state association, and uh, chairman of, or president of the Nebraska chapter of the Appraisal Society and of the National Commercial Investment Society, Nebraska chapter. And then this middle award there is my commercial real estate summit hall of fame which i just got earlier this year five they've inducted five this year i was the third named and the first two scared me to death because they get long speeches of acceptance i didn't know i was going to have to say anything and the first words out of my mouth when i got up there was i have no prepared <laughs> remarks <laughs> I, I think i lasted less than 60 seconds and I just complimented my cohorts and, and didn't try to go into any, any, any more than that. But yeah, the success I've had in the industry as opposed to the individual transactions that I was involved in is one thing. And then I did, I had a couple or three ongoing clients. I represented the University of Nebraska in all its campus expansion programs. I bought over 100 properties for the university mm -hmm. over the years. Um, for one period of about four and a half years, I worked exclusively for the university. I was an employee there buying property. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was, I appraised each one, closed the deal, negotiated the deal, all the way from big national oil company bulk plants, manufacturing plants, down to little 25-foot lots. And probably that was the best real estate education anybody ever got. And I represented uh, Duto Chevrolet Company. Uh, one of those very close personal friends happens to be Gates Minnick, whose family is the Dutos. And I bought 23 cars from them. Wow, 23 cars. Wouldn't dare go anywhere. Also, just by coincidence, happens that 23 cars in your lifetime. Well, I bought a few others, and that includes a couple for kids. Yeah. But yeah. I know. I was like, <laughs> to see, this goes back 30, 40 years. Sure. And by coincidence, I've done 23 real estate transactions <laughs> with them. Huh. 
they've made, I've made a lot more money off of them than they made off of me. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't ever remind me of that. Oh, and uh, as a couple, they were certainly, I, I suppose I could say they were our closest friends as a couple. Mm -hmm. nice. And I still see both of them regularly. Um, so that, yeah, that, those, just those two, uh, and the U.S. Bank, the, the big building downtown. Yeah. That was my account. But all those years, 55 years of it, not more than one person ever lost money on anything that I sold them. That's a pretty incredible legacy. Well, I worked harder at some of those things than some people do. You know, real estate, you think of real estate people compared to used car salesmen, arm-twisting, fast talkers. Uh -uh. Our company was not made up of that kind of people. If I say so myself, I, I think I always had a reputation of being ethical and honest and straight shooting and was complimented along those lines sometimes. People would say, you did it right. I keep hearing the word integrity. That's a good word. That's, and it still lies with that company. It was FMA Realty. Oh. And then about 10 years ago or 12, it became NAI FMA Realty. Oh. And then we started with, with four people. They now have 50 employees. Wow. I was a, when I retired, I've been with that company for more than 30 years longer than the next oldest member of the group. <laughs> hmm. And I go down to visit them and they keep in touch and, and uh, they won't admit it, but I know damn well that they had something to do with me getting that Hall of Fame. Oh, that's cool. They threw a retirement party for me and published a, actually published a, a book of memories. Oh. The pictures and signatures and notes and it's like a, kind of like a school yearbook uh, for me at uh, retirement. Neat people. Yeah. I'm prejudiced, of course. We had good, honorable competitors. Good thing you do. You, you do better if you have competitors. But nobody could touch us. And I was active in the real estate business 55 years. Wow. That's amazing. It's been fun. Lincoln was, has quadrupled in population during the time I was in the real estate business. How, what do you project the future look like? I don't know. I know better than to try to project the future. Uh, if anybody had told me that it was going to be like it is now, told me that 30 years ago, I'd have laughed at them. Uh, the growth, uh, Lincoln's a good town. Lincoln's a really good town. Yeah. If, what, what advice do you have yeah, for me? Go for it. How when, come? I have a saying that's on my wall in my office. When was the last time you did something for the first time? Well, thank you for sharing with us, and um, we look forward well, to... I don't mind doing it. I, I, I enjoy it. I've had fun. I, I like to share it. 
we're passionate about sharing the fascinating stories in our communities. If you enjoyed listening, be sure to follow us on Facebook, where we'll continue to share our stories. Do you have questions about retirement living? Visit us at LegacyRetirement.com to learn more.